0: Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 118, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard the first. And
1: that guy is Rob Jelly. Not the first, not the nope, second, nope. but the third. Hey! Jeez, Louis
0: Louise! <laughs> Strike! <laughs>
1: We have got a pile of wow. Mango Locos and Lucozade bottles, right? and Rob's knocked them all down. Yeah, but luckily they're all finished, uh, other than the
0: one I'm currently drinking out of, but I'm going to take a quick photo. We so
1: drink a lot of energy drinks. We
0: do. Do you know what? I didn't so <laughs> many energy drinks.
1: <laughs> we drink a lot of energy drinks. Um, Too many energy drinks. If you drinks. check The Jellyman on Twitter, you all will right. see... Let me line them up so I can actually see how many we've got through. Oh just to, oh, for the flip's sake. We, you will see how many energy drinks we've, we've drunk during the course of this show. Um, this is a show called... this just this week as well. <laughs> Call the pilot, a we'll bit review television shows past and present, and uh, we talk about it, discuss it, and we give it a, a rating at the end. Yeah. And... We get 10 points each to give. Yeah. And our aim is to find the very, very best pilot episode of all time, because we think... Well... You can you judge a show, that? yes, gone on on, his, on on the pilot episode. You very much can, yeah. Um, you know, it's
0: very easy to judge a show in you know one go. Like you watch one episode somewhere between season three and four, it's and spoiler. it's like it's like, oh, that's not very, good. it's not really my cup of tea. Like, yeah. hang on, start the beginning yeah. where everyone's supposed to have started, yes. and then see how you the best way to judge it. it. All right, but you say that the aim of this podcast is to find the best one ever, and you're right. That is one of the key aims of this podcast. What other reasons are there? Well, once we've sussed out which one's the best one, we then write a better one. Ooh. And we have the best
1: television pilot ever made, because we have we have some commandments of what goes into making the mm. best t v show, so we can use whatever we 've learned on this this is and take create the greatest pilot episode of all time,
0: which means'm doing the math very quickly here, but we've done over two hundred and thirty shows yeah. of pilot two hundred and thirty pilot episodes of television shows we've deliberately sat and watched we yeah. concentrating
1: mm-hmm.
0: as well, none of these sort of like half
1: watching half not you know. Real focused, really focused kind of yeah. viewing going on. So, also we're available if you want to hire us to uh, make your pilot show. If you if you work for a particular production company, BBC, yep. particular network, and you want your pilot episode to be the best it can possibly be, mm-hmm. get, get the experts in. That's me and Rob.
0: If you're doing a media studies GCSE or A level,
1: and you've got a, a,
0: got a review some TV, yeah, let us know what you're watching. In mm-hmm. fact. That's a service I'm willing to offer personally. I don't know if you want to do this, jump in on this as well, but I you know I'm not doing some GCSE homework. Oh, why not? Come on, it'd be fun. Get your parents to pay us a day rate right? if you've got a I'm... child or you know someone who's doing like media studies and they have to review television right. and they can't be bothered for a yeah. small fee. Yeah,
1: yeah. right. We'll, we'll do watch, their homework. We'll watch it for you and we'll give you what a ten minute review. This is the premise of of the TV show pilot where we are the people that go into people's GCSE homework for them. Yeah. But also, we find out at the end, we've done it all wrong. We we have no idea how to do GCSE I'm, science. No idea. I'm terrible at geography. You are know? you? Yeah. Terrible. Well, I'm not bad. I, I once cheated that in the geography test, and I still get 18th out of 20. Che- and I cheated. <laughs> who did you cheat off of? of? The person who was 19? The guy, guy next to me had one of those scientific calculators where you can write answers in, and he wrote you them to me. You just, uh, you just wrote... Was it 500... No, it's 5,318,008, didn't you? Yeah. And the thing is, if you... If you <laughs> sneaky. Um, if you cheat off someone, make sure they're cheating off someone who knows what they're talking about. I cheated off this, this guy.
0: That's your problem, Jed yeah. Shepherd. There's your yeah. problem, mate. You should have been cheating off me.
1: Moral of the story is you cheat from the best. Well, absolutely. Um, and this, this uh, TV show is essentially cheating from the best because we're telling you what to watch without you having to put the hours in. Yeah,
0: definitely. And I, you know, there's... How many shows have you gone on to genuinely watch on further? In, uh, I mean, in the top top fifty, yeah, a lot. I would, could, I would reckon we've probably gone on to watch several other episodes, if not the entire, you know, yeah. catalogue of of shows, and some outside the top fifty as well. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's basically ruining our lives. Yeah, really uh, we, we started this journey not really anticipating this whole method, but
1: it's just it slept in two years. Yeah,
0: yeah. I haven't seen my feet for two years. <laughs> I haven't changed my socks or shoes. That's why there's a pungent smell to this podcast.
1: Excellent. We um, now have a big candle, anyway. Too. We do have
0: a big candle. It is the smell of luxury fragrance.
1: I don't even know what luxury fragrance is. We should talk about the rituals we have. So, we, <laughs> so when we do a podcast episode, we have lunch. Well, I meet you at the train station. We meet you at the train station. We get some supplies. Usually, yeah. Mango Loco Monster. No, we we've kind of done away with the sweets. We used to have like loads of sweets, but. I feel like that always ruin my appetite, but later on. Mm. So we've just gone for, like, energy drinks. Energy drinks. Then we go and get, like, some lunch. We get lunch. We We're choosing choose. breakfast. Yeah. We, we choose out of the diner or a cafe. Yeah. And we kind of – we just go to either. Uh, the diner's like a kind of 50-style diner, and the cafe is a very modern – we can get vegan breakfast yeah. and stuff. very 2019 cafe. Exactly. Um, and then we come to the studio, and we faff around for a little while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> G- generally checks the
1: tap works, yeah. and it doesn't. Never works. <laughs> <laughs> And uh then we then we do a show and yeah. uh drink a lot of energy drinks and mm. that's how how the magic is made. <laughs> I mean you've seen behind the curtain now. So <laughs> yeah. now you're invested in the show as much as we are.
0: Let's crack on Let's and watch two very, very silly shows. I think it's fair to say one more silly than the other, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. One definitely more silly than the other. But I've got I've got some questions for you on your choice this week. I'm an expert. In that particular show. Yeah, so Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we will see if you can answer my questions. Yeah. But if it's all right with you, yeah. I'd like to go first. Um, and uh, this, in a way, tenuously ties back to a couple of previous episodes of the podcast. One, just Homicide a co- life in the street well, versus the yeah. capture. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you mentioned a Super Bowl. Yep. This show that I picked this week mm-hmm. um, actually aired during the halftime of a Super Bowl. And it's wow. the pilot, okay. Obviously, Bloody not hell. not obviously on the same channel as the oh, Super Bowl, right. but MTV, which right, the channel right, it was streamed right, on, showed it at the the interval pop po- moment. So if you didn't want to watch the halftime show, you could yeah. turn it over. Wow. No, you could watch this Prime. episode, yeah, and then blip back and not miss any of the, the American football. Yeah, yeah. But also because in this show there is a uh, how do I sort of a, a version of mm-hmm. one of the stars. From a show we've done moons ago now. Okay, RuPaul ah. features in this show, right. and this was made so, in
1: '98. Right, it
0: was aired in 1998. This very first, yeah. very very first pilot aired episode, 25th of January 1998, mm-hmm. during that halftime slot of the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah,
0: it is celebrity death match. Not.
1: Wow, what a rocky thing, This really sets the scene. Um, I mean, it's, it's quite reminiscent of, like, uh, fighting, like, MMA right now. You get that's kind of similar, like, Very yeah. kind of, like, wow. rhythmic guitar, yeah. but
0: also with the sort of solos. Yeah.
1: It's like someone punching a horse, basically. <laughs> It's the oddest metaphor you've
0: used in a long time, pal.
1: That's what that theme song sounds like, someone just repeatedly punching a horse. Okay,
0: if you say so. (laughs) Uh,
1: So Celebrity
0: Deathmatch, MTV's Celebrity Deathmatch. For anyone who's not seen this show before, uh, quick overview, it is a Play-Doh animation. Claymation, I think let's, they used to the
1: call it, not they? Is it
0: Claymation? Yeah. Fine, we'll go with that then. Play-Doh animation. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Less catchy, but yeah. I don't cheer.
0: care. Uh, I think it sums it up in a nice way as well. It's sort of like, it's called Celebrity Deathmatch. It's made of Play-Doh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they can get away with murder. Claymation. They literally do. Yeah, claymation. And uh, it's just the silliest little show ever. And it, I immediately had a flashback to it when we were talking about this last week, mm-hmm. uh, when we were picking shows. I was like, ah. Oh, We've got if we're going to do MTV shows, we've got to go back and do this, yeah. Um, and a, the this the a pilot episode, it's a staple, it's a yeah. staple of my teenage years. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is the pilot episode, so to be absolutely clear about this, mm-hmm. this is
1: the episode called
0: Death Bowl '98.
1: Well, they were just testing the format basically before we all went to series. So, MTV, yeah. like you say, showed it half them during the Super Bowl, mm. and it was popular enough,
0: really cleverly done as well. They wrote it very, very uh, you know, uh, intensively on playing it at that, at that at sort of window, because the introduction uh, of the show has to sort of, I guess they're hosts of the show. There's a commentator who commentates on the batches themselves, but there's the two uh, narrators of it. And they, they kind of turn to each other and say, right at the start, that, um, you can forget your Super Bowl, you can forget your Pro Bowl, which is the kind of all-star version of the Super Bowl for for those who are, are no, not to the know. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like the all-star game. Right. For anyone who's not playing in the Super Bowl itself, all the other players from the rest of the teams around the league mm-hmm. get picked up by the fans right, and they right, go and play right. in a kind of like... Um, almost like the North versus the South type thing, yeah. um, sort of sense. Um, so Johnny Gomez and Nick Diamond are your hosts. Great host names. I mean, that's, I mean, that's great. American celebrity death matchy does that sound? Um, and they introduce you to it. They, you know, Forget your Super Bowl, forget your Pro Bowl. Yep. This is Celebrity Death Bowl. Um, and what's essentially going to happen is like a fight night uh, bill. There's three fights on the night, all sort of leading up to the big, you know, yeah. sort of premiere fight at the end. Um, so to run through the fights, uh, you have Charles Manson. Excellent. <laughs> versus Marilyn Manson, whom I actually played on the radio this morning.
1: Did you? Yeah,
0: don't tell the boss. Um, wow. But I, so so I, I discovered that Marilyn Manson had covered the Eurythmics' Sweet Dreams yeah.
1: twice. Right. I remember when it came out as a single and it was pretty big.
0: 1994. Right, yeah. All right few years before Celebrity Deathmatch. Sweet dreams are made oh, it's, it's of It's proper these. haunting. Proper haunting. Anyway, oh, he also did it three years ago in 2016. Okay. I've not found a cover of that, a version of that anywhere, but oh, if anyone yeah. has a, a hand to a YouTube link of some sort... Was that, he just bored or...? Well, I don't know. Okay. Did he forget that he'd originally... He'd <laughs> yeah. done
1: a cover of this. Or I know would be a good song. Sweet dreams... Um, Matt, Marilyn. We've
0: done, we've done that, mate. Like, we get, yeah, <laughs> no, we haven't. And like, yeah, we have. He goes, no, we haven't. <laughs> All right, Marilyn, we'll do it again then. Oh, we'll do it then. Um, so, yeah, he's done two versions. So, I thought yeah. I'd, I'd play a little bit of that this morning after I played the Eurythmics, which wow. is uh, always a nice comparison. Great song. At 10 to 5 in the morning, but that's what you need, isn't more
1: it? More Eurythmics. What a great band. Underrated, yeah. massively underrated. So,
0: first fight is Charles Manson versus Marilyn Manson. Yeah. They have a uh, referee on the on the night, every night. Same referee for all the nights yeah. throughout. Um, so,
1: Marilyn Manson said the swastika, like carved into his head, like he did. <laughs> In real life, he was almost animalistic, wasn't he? Like scurrying around like a like a like a beast. He's a very Halloweeny sort of yeah.
0: uh, sort of character, which is apt considering what we've done last Famous week. Famously
1: never killed anyone.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, referee Mills Lane is the bald guy who referees every single celebrity death match. Who, who's all one hundred yeah. episodes of this show yeah. feature, I believe, Mills Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the characters that's credited throughout the whole thing, along with the two hosts, Johnny and Nick. Charles Manson, Marilyn Manson, they go at it. I mean, it's it's called death match. Yeah. They fight to the death, um, and they just they just. This seems like the sort of show that some mates put together yeah. for a laugh.
1: I just don't know how they it's got like permission. How, how South Park was made? That was just made as a Christmas card, animated Christmas card to someone. Um, and I think it is the kind of thing we go, "What if we did this?" And then all of a sudden, like it's like a, on a lease of life they never expected. But I love the length that they went to to make this. Gruesome, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously they have fights, and they um, Charles Manson takes a bite out of Marilyn Manson's shoulder, and it just comes clean off. and the, And the referee's like, Are "You happy to go on, Marilyn? you fine." Um, and, and he just nods, yeah, yeah. Even a big, massive chunk of his arm has been eaten off by Charles Manson. Um, so if I'm right in saying, because there's this, I th- I believe
0: was the very, very first fight and sort of bit yeah. they did, mm-hmm. and they then had the full bill. After that, so the full yeah. bill, uh, so Charles Manson and Marilyn Manson fight happens, mm-hmm. and I believe it's part of the first episode. It's quite hard to find this whole thing in one chunk yeah. online. It's just darted around all over the place.
1: There was basically two pilots: one that's just Marilyn Manson and Charles Manson, yeah, and then the other three with like Hanson and the Spice Girls, and
0: yeah, well, no, it wasn't Hanson. So, so, um, so you had
1: Kathy, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford
0: versus Howard Stern, yeah. Uh, then you had the fight between Pamela Anderson-Lee and Rue Paul, yeah, yeah. which I previously mentioned. And then you get the band Hanson, yeah. Isaac Taylor and Zach Hanson, mm-hmm. versus the Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh, and they're all... Little, I mean, it, it, one start is ridiculous when it starts, it gets more ridiculous as it goes on. Yeah. And it, it, there's the element of the visuals and the stupidity and the ridiculousness of what's going on. On screen visually, but also the very fact that it's been commentated on like a WWE match yeah. uh, and, and the post match analysis
1: by, you know, the yeah. two hosts as well. And you well. see like a replay. But that, the clue is in the name. So it's a celebrity death match. So someone's always always dies gruesomely. So yep. Marilyn Manson basically takes out Charles Manson's spine, holds it up in the air like a Mortal Kombat move.
0: Yeah. He bites a chunk of his shoulder. So yep. uh, Charles Manson bites a whole chunk out of Marilyn, mm-hmm. spits it out, it grows legs and runs off like, like a, a spider. spider. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're not making this up uh, then uh, the referee checks with Marilyn he's like you okay to go he's like yeah he goes two points to Charles for yeah, the bite I'll take two points off he, that, yeah. he goes, um, and then so he runs at him and he quite literally just shucks his arm down his throat and pulls out his entire skeleton mm-hmm. so all he's left is a fleshy mess on the floor and that's the fight that's love done it. he's, we'll he's over and done with uh, then you go for the other fight
1: uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, Hamilton. And because obviously Hamilton's a shock jock, the way he kind of defeats Kathy Lee Gifford is by she's on his back, he kind of bends over, lets out an almighty fart, yeah. which is like a, which blows her away. Literally
0: blows her away through the ropes yeah. into the audience, wipes out five rows of the audience. Yeah.
1: And this fart lingers and just melts away her skin, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. Brilliant.
0: Love it. Um, then you've got Pamela Ranson Lee versus yeah. RuPaul. Um, I mean, 90s stars and. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to work out if I can even bring myself to explain how Pamela Anderson wins. I can't
1: actually. With remember. her implants yeah. making her way
0: out of her boobs into her hands, then she whacks for <laughs> pull right, yeah. in the head, and then they. It, it, yeah, I mean, as, as mad silly. as this is sounding, yeah. it's exactly what's happening on screen. But you find yourself watching it in a sort of. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sort of yeah. mindset, you know. It's, it's it's silly. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Um, but it's just something so very different. And yeah. it's a, 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 I'm hoping that what it did was allowed some celebrities, I guess, in a way uh, to kind yeah. of put themselves deliberately on, you know, on display for a little bit of humiliation, yeah, a little yeah. bit of stupid fun. To potentially, you know, maybe kind of make themselves a little, feel you know, seem a little more more human to to the average listener. Yeah. That's true. I think in MTV, the, the world of MTV yeah. at this stage, nineties MTV was all about. You know, well, it was music television. It was through and through about like shows that like were promoting music videos, mm-hmm. shows about singers and bands and stars and music biz. Um, so, so this was one of those first sort of shows that wasn't about music, yeah. but it it was a it was focused around the musicians
1: and the singers themselves. Yeah. This was peak MTV before it became the reality TV show channel. Where it's, it's just probably like probably oh, and you stuff. know what this is just before one what? of my favorite shows with my favorite
0: theme tune of all time. What's that? "Pimp My Ride" with Exhibit. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bow still bow still, bow. I think
1: they still have that.
0: Um, um, right, down down. Bow bow I bow. On You've got to pit my ride. Oh god. Bow, 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 I'm not bow, bow. <laughs> Um no, but it was around Sorry. the
1: time of um like and and Butthead and some yes. of those unique shows. So they they had they had a bunch of shows called Liquid TV where they gave animators like a little 5-minute slot where they mm-hmm. can where they could basically have their own sh- shows like every week and um I remember watching Liquid TV and being like I am blown away. They had things like Aeon Flux. Do you remember that? Aeon Flux? It was made into a Charlie Theron yes. movie. That was from Liquid TV. Okay. And the show we're doing a bit later on is from Liquid TV as well. And I think this was around the same time where they, they just gave animators, they're like, right, you've got, a, you've got a five to ten minute slot, make something weird. Stick it in there and we'll, we'll <laughs> put it on. Make something weird. And there's a lot of TV shows that spawn from this Liquid TV kind of like segment. Um uh, just just the, the last death match that we see in, the, in this kind of pilot is um, Hanson versus Spice Girls, and how they die is Marilyn Manson, he saws off the light rigging, which falls in them and crushes them. Kills them all. Yeah. All eight of them. Which is brilliant. So uh, Marilyn well, Manson actually, wins. i
0: all eight of them. Actually, only seven of them are alive at that point, because they believe they pull baby Spice into two parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two of the Hanson brothers grab her arms and legs
1: and yank her in half. Classic. Um, typical. I watched um, a film yesterday called Little Monsters, which is um, also in the London Film Festival, and uh, there's a handsome kind of uh, thing going on with that as well, coincidentally. Oh, okay. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, but Celebrity Deathmatch, it, it does what it kind of says on the tin. It's a Celebrity Deathmatch made with pl- plasticine Play-Doh, yeah. and it's silly. It's not going to win any awards no. for like writing or anything like that. It's just stupid. And it's like if you asked a car full of, like, coked up, as in Coca-Cola duck, ten-year-olds, like, what would happen what would happen in this show who would have been in a fight you know when you go who would win in a fight Superman or Batman and then this is what would happen yeah um, and it's the following and there's the explanation that goes with it as well yeah. as the actual answer Superman would like laser off uh, Batman's ears uh, Batman would, would would eat Superman's wrists just weird stuff <laughs> and I was like, yeah we'll, we'll, make, we'll make that we'll have wrists yeah it's
0: such a weird thing to pick Of all the body parts Um, I want to say that now It's as mad as it sounds It takes 25 minutes to watch an episode So if you're in the market for something uh, Very grown up but very stupid um, It's not particularly easy to find It must be said It really is I I doubt it's being streamed officially anywhere
1: Um, Without paying for it, yeah
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like but you'll
1: find it on YouTube and Daily Motion and Vimeo and sites yeah, like that. Yeah, there's little cl- there's more like clips of it kicking yeah. around
0: from all the various episodes. But they, they kind of they kept doing it and they kept making it for for some time in fairness. It's, this is the first episode yeah. uh, as we've already said, 25th of January 1998, uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um but there's been recent episodes with um in 2007, yeah. with Toby Maguire versus Jake Gyllenhaal. There's a Vince Vaughn versus Owen Wilson one. Um, there's, uh, then there's all sorts of weird episodes. Uh, Barry Bonds versus Bud Selig. Uh, what did Nick do? I mean, I think I think they just eventually went rogue. and yeah. as, as if the show wasn't rogue enough as it is. They run out celebrities, so we're
1: just doing their mates, basically. Uh, um, should we do The Commandments? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, do you want to watch episode two? I want to. Okay. I don't need to. And it'd be quite hard to find it as well. I would say no. I'm not drawn to watch another episode. I think I've got my fill.
0: I think if I'm in that mood to watch
1: Celebrity yeah. Deathmatch, it's a show I could certainly
0: see and think, oh, if there's nothing else on. I'll put that back on. Yeah. But if I'm watching it and I'm and in I'm, and that sort of mo- mindset, mm-hmm. I would just carry on watching it.
1: Of this. If, I
0: found, if I found myself in a YouTube hole yeah. and I stumbled upon any episode of this show... yeah.
1: I would just watch more
0: and more yeah, and more so. and more and more. I probably wouldn't go any further than that. I would just think, well, I'll just be in a deathmatch hole for yeah. a little while.
1: But it's not the kind of show where you, where you go away and you think to yourself, oh, I wonder what happens in the next next episode. I'd really like to see what happens. Well,
0: I think that's the, one of the, you know, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. Yeah. You don't have to watch any of this in order, yeah. uh, which is probably why a lot of the clips are kicking around in just yeah. single fight format. Mm-hmm. So there's like five minute chunks. Yeah. Uh, so actually quite digestible, really, in, yeah. in really tiny chunks as well. So Does it have a memorable theme song? No, if it does, I, I think would it, say no. Not but quite, it's Not quite bad, but it's a tone setter. Yeah, uh, and I think if it maybe sort of you had some lyrics, I think we could probably write some lyrics yeah. to it. Celebrity death, death match, match. Celebrity death match. Celebrity death match. Who's gonna die? Wee- um,
1: yeah, I think we could do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll work on it later. <laughs> uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? No, no, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, would the you, journey is death. Would you pause it for a P? Nope, nope. Uh, do you feel emotionally connect? no, no. before I finish that sentence <laughs> no. you don't feel emotionally connected to anyone nope. uh, it's plasticine would you recommend it yes I would but I would recommend it if you need something silly I would recommend it to a kid like my nephew who's like four oh. I'd be like I no something weird stick this on mm. be like what is going it's on here very
0: specific personnel would get it recommended
1: yeah. um, is there a mic drop no
0: no there's a lighting rig dropped, yeah there's a lighting drop yeah, um, so mild mic drop yeah.
1: Does it defy expectations? Do you know
0: what it really does? Because yeah. actually on the p- on paper this is this is that uh, so stupid. It's like oh, no I'm not watching that. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. But it's then quite when clever you, the when you start watching it, yeah. you're a bit like actually this is quite entertaining. For me
1: it doesn't defy expectations. I think it does what it says it on the It should be team. awful, but it's just really. it's it's wonderfully crap. Yeah. Has it aged well? Yeah, I think it I has, think it's know. kind of timeless, isn't it? Besides the the references to like what's going on you can watch this in 2055 and you can get it. It's yep. past seeing people fighting. Um, it's, it's the, the real. real
0: I think it is because I think if you... if I mean, I know we are looking to into the pilot, but they got some massive names in 1998. When you think about it, Charles Manson, Marilyn Manson, Pamela Lee...
1: Uh, Rube- no, but there's no real voices on this.
0: No, no, but to use their names, they would have had no. to have asked some permission. I doubt it. Really? I doubt it. MTV must have got sued a lot in 19, in the 90s. for I
1: don't know. But
0: you can imagine the Spice Girls were absolutely monstrously big in 1998. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that damages their reputation anyway, that label would come down on MTV like a ton of bricks.
1: I don't know. I think they'd probably be proud of the fact they're on it. I'm not sure. but um, Possibly. I don't I'm know. Not sure. I remember being well into this. Well yeah, into I, this. I loved this show. Now, though... With uh, 2019 eyes, not as much. It felt a bit. No, but you've grown up a bit, yeah, and therefore, I know, but it's just like it's hard for me to like think of this as good. I like it. It has
0: fond memories for me. Yeah. It takes me back to being a teenager, yeah. so it's sort of like. But it, what's this a... new though? Okay, if you if you had someone who's if never I was seen watching it, before, brand new now,
1: yeah, I'd just be like, okay, cool. <sighs> this is a bit ridiculous. It's isn't fine, it? yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, I see your point. I see your point. All right, well, we'll do some scores uh, for it at the end. Uh, we should probably look at the other show that we're doing this week, and that was your choice.
1: Yeah, uh, so this week I've gone away and uh, I've picked one of the shows that I often recommend to people, actually. Um, it's based on uh, a comic series, um, and it's in the very, very much the style of the comic series, and uh, it's part of the MTV uh, shows Universe. in the 90s. Yeah, and it's called the Max. It's wet. Dark and
0: wet. It's the kind of weather that penetrates. Makes your skin feel itchy and oily. Dirty kind of, but real too. That's good. It's time for cheers. Sam and Diane, Norm Peterson, the coach, and then after he died, Woody. I don't have a TV now, but that's
1: okay. Broken like a true fanatic. The shows in my mind are almost always right better. The Who are you to take responsibility for their lives? I am the Max. Answer your phone. So what you heard there is the, uh, the kind of intro that you install each of the episodes. Mm. Um, it's narrated by a guy called Gorn. And what you can't is that tell... his real name? G- yeah, Gorn. What you can't tell from this first episode is Gorn is a serial rapist. Um, <laughs> you can't tell from this, this first episode. Family entertainment podcast, everybody. <laughs> he is a serial rapist, but he's also telepathic. Um, and that's why he's he has a telepathic link with Julie, uh, which is the social worker that we yeah. see, who is the kind of blonde bombshell um, who is trying to help the the kind of unfortunate in the city. The kind mm. of um, and she's always been criticised the way she dresses because she dresses like she's uh, a lady of the night potentially. Yeah, kind of, but she doesn't see what's wrong with it. Um, and there isn't anything wrong with it, but you've got these creepy men just leering over. You've got the ho- the ho- one of the homeless guys that she's intending to, saying, well, why are you dressing like that? And then you've got a cop a bit later on asking her why she's dressed like that. So it's a, it's a recurring theme. So, okay, answer me a question
0: straight away. You, you reckon you're a, you're a fairly good knowledge on this, yes. so I'm, I'm probably going to have to throw quite a few questions your way Please then. do, please do. I'll tell um,
1: you. To, to give question it some, one, what is the max? I mean, I mean yeah, what is the max... So the titular character of The Max is basically, and they tell you a little bit in the intro, is essentially a big homeless guy living in the box in the city. He has moments where he falls into a kind of state where he is in another land. So without him, he kind of feels something and then he kind of almost blacks out and then he's in the Australian outback. So while he's in this city... So not another world, just Australia. Australia, so okay. so he's a homeless guy with nothing going for him, but he's wearing this purple suit. He's, he's massive. He's wearing this purple, and people say, "Why are you wearing this purple suit?" And he's like, "I'm a superhero." And then he kind of passes out, and then he ends. Okay, because up- I
0: got none of this. Yeah. Uh, the Australia bit I got, yeah, yeah, from a brief reference in this episode. Well, you don't, you don't. But the see, purple
1: outfit, the superhero attitude, don't get any of that. You don't, you don't see in this episode. It's just, just literally the intro, and you're meant to be left thinking, "What?" So that's well, that's that true. Yeah. So he's wearing this big purple suit with these big, massive teeth. He basically looks like the Hulk if the Hulk was mixed with Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and... <laughs> with claws for hands. Yeah, claws for hands. So he's like oh, this... sorry, a claw for hands. Yes. And he's, he lives in the box and he's, he's homeless. And he has an affinity towards Judy, the social worker, who tries to help him out. Understandably. He's, she's the only one who doesn't seem like the monster he looks like. Um, And then when he is in this other world, when he kind of passes out and he's in this other world, and he's dragged to this other world. He can't help it. He can feel it coming, though. He seems to sort of have this sensation knowing he's about to black out and...
0: And he narrates it. He's like... Sort uh, of, I guess, not transfer,
1: but... Where am I now? Transport to
0: another world, in his own mind, at least.
1: And this is like a real stylized version of the Outback, where in the Outback... Julie is the queen of the outback. Leopard queen. The leopard queen. And he is her protector. So in reality, he wants to be her protector. He wants to get to know her better. But only in this dream kind of outback land is he her actual protector. Mm. And he protects her from the monsters. Because there are animals there, wild animals. But there are also these monsters, these, these kind of... And they're kind of like controlled by Gorn, who is this figure that you don't really know a lot about yet. Is he the weird one that whacks him in the credits? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. It's this like guy who looks a little bit like Ming the Merciless. Um he yeah. is a career criminal, but seems to have a psychic link to know what Julie's up to. And he we it's weird that the narration at the start of the intro is by the bad guy. It's very interesting. Um and just this is a it's a very very weird setup it reminds me a lot of the joker film of joker film again where it's this character who is almost wants to be more than he is but is basically destitute no one appreciates him he's in this like dirty gritty city and there's a girl there that he has an affection for but he's in his, he's in a dreamland a lot of the time as well yeah. Um, See what
0: you're saying? I mean, visually speaking, for me, it's a sort of cross between uh Sin City yeah. and a show we did quite a way back now, which is very high up on our league table. Mm-hmm. Show I'd never even heard of before. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. It's got an element
1: visually speaking of those two things. Visually and sonically speaking, because like yeah. you do have a kind of a little bit of the jazzy soundtrack like like Cowboy Bebop. It's and, a little bit futuristic, yeah. a little bit sort of past.
0: Yeah. It's really, Retro, hard, it's really hard noir. to pinpoint well, yeah, where
1: and when this is set. You're right, because like it does have an element of with with the um the narration. It sounds a bit like a forties like film noir detective kind of series. Mm. Um but mixed with these kind of futuristic elements, these outlandish crazy ideas, these little monsters everywhere. Um and this She seems a little Jessica Jones-esque as well. Jessica Jones mixed with Jessica Rabbit, the two Jessica's. Um you know Jessica Rabbit from um. Oh no, Big I'm just Roger taking Rob- a moment to a just picture, thinking of just <laughs> thinking of that now. Um, um <laughs> moving yeah. on, but the, no, you can you can see what I mean. Yeah, and um, and I, I always All right, th- okay. So sorry, go on carry on. I was gonna just say I always think, and this is this is gonna get you, this is gonna drag you in. If this was because I I'd love to make this into a live action TV show. I'd love to, and here's what I would do. Ron Perlman. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs>
0: Yes! Ron Perlman I'm So happy <laughs> has I'm,
1: the max. I knew,
0: I, I look, I, I've, I've always felt it. This is why I, I came to you <laughs> three years ago when I had this idea of doing this show that I knew you'd get it. I yeah. knew you'd get the idea of doing this podcast together, yeah. watching these shows, seeking out the best one. And you've just cemented that even further <laughs> in my mind by just suggesting Ron Perlman would play this. He would be absolutely spot on
1: perfect there is no one yeah. else there is no yeah. one else
0: don't even think about anyone else exactly Ron Perlman and I don't know like um you,
1: I mean in, in in her younger days I mean Cameron Diaz would be pretty pretty like good like a Margot Robbie oh man I think I said. it um, or yeah. someone of that ilk no someone, it's Margot Robbie is it Margot or, Robbie
0: because she's very good as uh, Harley
1: Quinn Like plays that really sort of like quirky I can't off-kilter. I can't see past her now Margo, do you know, or do you know Samara Weaving, who's like the poor man's Margot Robbie? If they, if they can't afford Margot Robbie, they get no, Samara Weaving. Not or anything, they meant, you know. Because they're both from Australian soaps, both doing really mm. well in, in America. She's from uh, Ready or Not, that new film Ready or Not, have you seen? No. Margot Robbie look-alike, because they're both pretty Australian ladies. Um, and, and they've both got a real good like comedy sensibility. Right. Great actresses as well. Um, but yeah, no, I think Mar- Margot Robbie is Julie. Um Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman as the Max and the Gorn. Who could play like a like a bad guy like that? Creepy,
0: sort of odd looking. I'm thinking someone tall, someone sort of scrawny, yeah. someone a little bit sort of messy, scruffy looking. Someone, oh, a bit. So, uh, do you know what? I, if and this is not the right
1: person, but like a Bill Hader kind of. Is it? Could be, but I was thinking but, more John Malkovich. Oh yes, John Malkovich. Yes, or
0: the guy who plays. Ah, um, uh, he's in Breaking Bad, Baldy. Oh, um, he plays Walter White. Um... No, not Walter. Oh, you mean Jesse? No, no, not not. Um, no, for them two. No, he plays oh, the um... one
1: who plays the kind of older guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what his name is, but I know who is he in remember.
0: Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, it's Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Bod- yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the the almost like the the. The older one with the beard, The white beard. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know he Who mean. the flip is he? Yeah, I know he so mean. So sorry for not remembering your name. Yeah. Oh, he's
0: he's definitely it, not listening. <laughs> uh, you'd never know. Jed. No, but
1: I like, Yeah, I think I think that would be good, and just and set it in like New York City, which I think this is set in New York City, and just be like a film noir and this outback situation happening. People would be like, "Wow, this is like visually and like this is obviously quite a weird concept, and it is definitely hard to go to people." This is something that you're gonna gonna enjoy it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, but I think sometimes you've got to celebrate people coming up with an idea and running with it and just being like, "This is what we're doing. It's a film okay. noir with a monster. the outback's involved little little creatures as well. There's a serial rapist who's also a psychic talking to like the lead as well um, all right
0: question yeah. then for yeah. you all right so when the max has these. Transitions to Australia. Yeah. Are they all in his head? Very good question. Or Mm -hmm. is he actually transporting to another time and place? So
1: is he quite literally moving through time? Okay. So what I've got to say is Julie is also experiencing this as well. So So she
0: is in that... So place she, as
1: the as the leopard queen. Yeah. So, as, yeah, she is also there as well. And is it just and these so two? So is Gorn. Oh, is, it, is it just these three, or is the whole world? It's just these three stopping, and then it's just these three experiencing something else. But some of the real world melds with with the outback, and some of the outback can be seen. The world start to collide towards in the later episodes a little bit.
0: Almost like a parallel universe. Yeah. So
1: I'm, I'm visualising it as a sort of, you know, in the in the
0: real world, yeah. Julie is the saviour of the Max, what? but actually the other way around In all oh, right, like she might be Leopard Queen, but the Max is her protector exactly. in the other. So is it that she's we're trying in a to save parallel... him in
1: reality? Yeah, I think that's a really good way to think of it. I, she I'm is giving his, myself a headache just thinking about it. She is his saviour in reality, but he is repaying that favour in the outback. But then you've also got to think who's narrating the story. It's the bad guy that's narrating the story, can you trust this what's what's happening what you're seeing? can you trust what's going on based on him being the narrator? well you it know? does make
0: you think that come the end the whole thing will turn out well for him because the you know the bad the losers never tell the story
1: well if if you think about it also history's never written by the losers yes. in that sort of sense the max is a big homeless guy living in the box, like going living in the car can you can you trust what he's seen as reality as well. That's, that's also the, the thing. And Julie's obviously got some issues of her own. I know she's a... She is the social worker. Freelance or social worker. But then you've got to think, why is she doing this? Like, what's in it for her? Like, what's happened in her past? Um, so it's, I think it's a really interesting dynamic. And and this was not designed for kids. This was meant for an adult kind of audience. I'm
0: assuming then this was shown... Obviously this was an MTV production as yeah. well. This was shown that was shown late in the evening.
1: Yeah, like eleven PM type type times part of like Liquid TV. Um and yeah, same with Aeon Flux around that same they just mm. show them like together basically. And um, I think it's really really interesting and I'm so surprised this hasn't been made into, into a film. Nineteen
0: ninety five, so it's yeah. three years earlier than Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Um visually speaking I don't think either of them are, look any older or younger than the other. No yeah. Um seven episodes. Yeah. That's all they made. That's mm-hmm. it. Have you watched them all? Yes. And I've read all the comics as well. Okay, so these come off the basis of comics. Yeah. So but it's only there is... a comic
1: run. It's like a minute. So it's a
0: small a... comic run, yeah. therefore a small yeah. show run. Does it resolve? I know we shouldn't be talking about the other episodes, but yeah. I want to just ask some questions. Does it
1: resolve at seven? It has... The... Do the... Uh, excuse me. Do the comics resolve? There is a resolution, uh, but obviously there's things with an, an open, open door. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I assume that the show reflects that Yeah, the, the show well.
1: reflects the comics pretty well, pretty spot on. Right. Um,
0: I just wonder how, like, you, you'd have to basically write a whole bunch of new storylines and the whole...
1: I'd, 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 I'd love to say that. I'd just be like... <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I want to see, see what happens. I want to see what happens. Again, I'm not going to like spoil the last episode, but there were a lot of like open-ended things, like... What is going on with the Max? Like, that's the big yeah. question. What is going on? What made him put on that purple suit? I want a, j- a Joker style thing. Like, how did this guy end up in a cardboard box wearing. So, you
0: almost feel like you need the origin story to the Max.
1: If there was a film, I would need a little bit of that at least because you're just plopped into this world with this guy. Do purple you not think guy. it would
0: make a better film than another the, series?
1: Probably, probably would make a better like film. Like, you could
0: tell the seven episodes that are here or the eight comics in, yeah. a, in a film. Yeah. In, like, 90 minutes.
1: Well, I think I think I remember reading, like, a few years back... I think you'd also
0: have a better chance of getting Ron Perlman and Margot Robbie yeah. on board if you pitch it as a film.
1: I remember them trying to... I think they tried to make a film of this years ago, but for some reason they couldn't. Maybe because it's kind of out there, but I think it's the kind of thing that... You need things like this to kind of make people think, whoa, like, how did this get made? Like got like
0: Liam Lynch to make it. Ooh, that's a good show. yeah.
1: What made you think of that? Because Don't the know. MTV thing... Maybe Because he made things For MTV as well Yeah I'm just
0: thinking The surreal sort of you know, Videos that he used to make For the music videos And things
1: Did you ever see his TV show Sifil and Ollie No Oh my god We need to do that That's the first oh thing he did Is that
0: going to be weird Is that going to be like Chris
1: Jams Morris Chris Jams Morris Yeah Chris Morris Morris, Morris, is Jams. Yeah,
0: Chris, Mor- Chris Jams Morris Minor Whatever it was <laughs> The Sifil and Ollie show Is Sifil the... and Ollie Yeah that sounds... And I remember
1: the theme song Sifil and Ollie Sifil and Ollie show And it was about Two sock puppets or was are f- fighting. of course, it was. Yeah,
0: of course, it was. Um, and of course, you liked it. It, it,
1: was, it was around the same time,
0: actually. So, um, Hashtag put it on the list, yeah, and we will. Um,
1: <sighs> what, do, what do you think, Rob? It's, it's intrigued mean, you,
0: hasn't it? It's intrigued you, it really has. Yeah. Uh, part of me was watching it in the first couple of minutes and I'm thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> I mean, he's got me watching some random stuff before, but this is now he's losing it. it I mean, you, what was it? episode 24 of the podcast you went to yeah. me you've already lost the plot picking great british bake off
1: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> you throw in the show like this at times and i think to myself Sometimes, i don't understand you at times but actually there was part you have got a house a, shows like this to like yeah mix of course up. You have after a couple of minutes you start to sort of feel like there's actually a, a storyline going on here uh a little bit like there was for Cowboy Bebop. You thought, you I mean, initially was things like, oh, it's a cartoon. It's going to be a bit childish. Mm-hmm. And then you realise it's a little bit more dark and sort of uh, tormented in a way. Um So very much more grown up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I invested in it. Like, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I'm i not really sure how I feel about the Max right now. But yeah. part of me is like, feels for Julie.
1: Yeah.
0: I think she's got like, obviously a heart of gold, but she's, you know, in a... Bit of a rut. Yeah, she needs some helping hands. But then maybe she's getting that help in the other world or the other timeline or whatever you want to call it.
1: I, re- I don't know what I feel, but I feel something. This is it. what I reckon's gonna happen. I reckon it'll be it'll be so unexpected. Ten years time, you'll be walking, you'll be driving down the street, you'll stop your car and you'll just pull off to the side and you'll sit there and be like, "What the hell is the max? <laughs> like, <laughs> so what is the max? What it's is it's going cold on in the middle of the night?" Just yeah. going. What the hell is the max? <laughs> yes. What is the max? Because he's just like why doesn't Julie buy herself some new jeans? <laughs> yeah. Isn't she cold? Um <laughs> because like it's just, it drops you it drops you into this world fully formed, like, okay, like any Which explanation? Is yeah. Which is great because that's what you want.
0: You don't want necessarily to come into a brand new world. It's a ten minute episode as um, well. You
1: don't need too much backstory.
0: No. No, it's um, it's short and sweet, and you, but you get delivered quite a lot. Yeah. You do get Given quite a lot of mm-hmm. material to digest yeah. and quite a lot of questions. Kind of,
1: I mean, ob- in an obvious way, yeah. but also in a very story like way. It kind of reminded me a little bit of The Matrix the fact that there's this other world that you can sometimes go to that no one else knows about, and this lead character is essentially like a superhero. Um, I'm looking forward, well, looking forward. I'm very intrigued
0: to yeah. see where this superhero-ness comes from. I mean, he's wearing he a suit. He, he mildly demonstrates it when this woman's getting mugged in the alley. Yeah. But he leaves but, that woman left there, isn't but, she? Yeah, she's left there. She, he doesn't actually save her. Because he gets
1: arrested. Because he gets arrested again. Oh, did you notice the animation there? They, uh, it was the silhouettes of two police officers that was filmed live action. So um, it was their silhouettes from the back and him in the back of the car. He's obviously animated, mm. but their silhouettes were live action. Really, yeah, and I thought it was, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely tell the difference between yeah. the, sort of the two images, as it were, layers.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I would have to know that. Yeah, all yeah. right. Well, look, how, how do I feel about it? Do I want to watch episode two? Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Um,
1: and obviously, I have a love it.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I think like I need to now. Yeah, I feel like I've got. Too many questions, and to invest 10 more minutes of my time, I might get a few of those answered. Mm -hmm. And to be frank, seven episodes, even if they're 10 minutes long each, whole thing's done an hour and 10, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know whether any of the episodes are longer than 10 minutes. No, it's about that, yeah. Does it have a memorable theme tune? Not really, no. scene scene setting. Tone setting, for sure. Does it introduce you to a new character or journey? A bunch of them, I think. Oh, I don't know if it does, mate. It's happening again, he keeps saying that. She's still doing the same old thing again. He's been arrested again. The weird creepy dude is, you know, just going to have some fun with him again. Yeah. It, it, no, nothing feels like it's New. starting now mm-hmm. for me to jump in on, but...
1: We're midstream, basically.
0: Yeah, we are a little bit. Would you pause yeah. or repeat? No. You don't need to no stay long, minutes, long enough. Hold it. Do you feel emotionally connected? I feel too much emotion for this show. Yeah. I, 10 I'm, minute animation as weird as this shouldn't make me feel this much yeah.
1: I, 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 I feel for, for Julie and, and the Max because I'm just mm. like this not guy is, I'm, this guy is messed up he he needs to see a doctor not, not a social worker mm. like what's sure. going on and like Julie you just think you're putting yourself in a lot of danger here you need a bodyguard which is against the Max yeah you need to not be doing this because there are like some shady people in that town
0: yeah definitely would you recommend it I think, if I turn around and said to you, there's a 10-minute animation from MTV back in the 90s, that sounds like a really bad pitch, mm-hmm. but I'd say go and
1: watch it. I would 100% recommend this, um, and I and I have.
0: Because worst case scenario, 10 minutes, you'll soon realise, no. Nah.
1: And it is like nothing you've ever seen. You, no. you won't see anything. I, I, actually, Aeon Flux is the, the the most similar thing to the kind of style, but it is weird, it's out there, and if you want to like, challenge yourself... I think this is the one. This is the one, yeah. Is there a mic drop? Not
0: really. Would you recommend it?
1: I'd recommend it, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry we yeah, said yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Uh, does it divine expectations, sorry?
1: For me, it definitely does. It, it, it's beyond my yeah. expectations. I
0: thought it was going to be rubbish. Yeah. In the first minute or so, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be really... Gonna be oh, do you know what? No, I'll take it back. I'll throw another one in. We've already done Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's got a little similar sort of vibe to it okay. in, that, in that sort of... Kind of Japanese anime sort of yeah. style.
1: I see what you mean, yeah. Um weird high concept.
0: Yeah, but the artwork is very, very yeah. you know, detailed, very, mm-hmm. very
1: in depth. Um has it aged well? I think so. I think it's like set I out of time. I think it really has. Yeah. This could that could have been made, yesterday. It's not
0: it doesn't feel twenty four years
1: old. No. That's and all. it's the hype reel. Pass if there was even I don't even know it existed. I think I think there's, there's zero hype, so it's it's better than any hype it's ever gotten, I think.
0: Mm. Okay, so we Scores. should probably score them then. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, celebrity Death Match, Death Bowl '98. For me, it's silly, it's mm-hmm. fun, it's yeah. short and sweet. So I'm going to give it a decent score of six point five.
1: I'm going to give it a five. The reason okay. I'm going to give it a five is I think it's, it's I think it's aged terribly. To be quite honest, really? Yeah, I just think. That kind of humour, South Park, but South Park's clever. I don't think anything about this is clever. Talking of South Park, though,
0: I recently watched some episodes from season twenty-one. Okay, and my god, it's just so simply kept the same, but they've brought it right up to date so with still some is. little transitions to like so twenty nineteen. Okay, it's all on Netflix now, isn't it? Or uh, is not it? the latest one, but the right. mo- most of it is on Netflix. Okay. Yeah,
1: um, I just think it kind of lacked some heart. Maybe I know. I know it's fun to watch. Passing punching each other. I mean, the fact you're even looking for heart in this sort of thing is is alarming. I just need a little bit of something to, to bring me back to it. And there's nothing to bring me back to it, so I'm going to give it a five. Okay,
0: fair enough. Yeah, well, six and a half, eleven and a half.
1: Not, and about not terrible. Eight. Average. It's
0: it's, it's it, yeah. It, we've already said it enough, but yeah, it's it's watchable if you want something silly, yeah. silly and short. Uh, but the max,
1: I don't know where to go with this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go high, and the reason I'm going to go high <laughs> is I think we should celebrate TV shows that. I dare to kind of do something a bit different and yeah this is unlike anything but i think it's really entertaining it, it throws up so many questions and um out of 10 i'm giving it a nine Ooh. i'm giving it a nine big I'm, score yeah i i, I love it if someone can go back to it again and again and not get bored
0: oh man you,
1: it? you gotta be honest you don't you gotta be honest. What, what I am being think? honest
0: yeah. about it I can not I j I can't I'm trying to think of how I'm gonna dock it marks. I, I always talk, in my head I work from ten and I work yeah. down. Like it's the perfect show, but it doesn't have that, or it, it's missing a bit of this, or I didn't particularly like that part. Mm-hmm. And I'm struggling to lose too many marks off it, to be absolutely frank with you.
1: I doesn't, mean it doesn't have it, its it, name and a the theme song, it doesn't have a strong theme song. No,
0: but I'm oh, flipping egg, man. I'm gonna give this like an eight. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, maybe an eight. No, I'm an eight. eight. I'm gonna give an eight. Yeah. No. I think Seventeen. It's a very good score indeed. That is top fifty. Is that
1: top fifty. Easy.
0: Yes. Easy top fifty.
1: Love it. Love
0: um, it. So we should probably decide where it goes in the top fifty. Okay. With seventeen marks. I think
1: that's quite a lot on seventeen. Marks. Oh,
0: hang on a minute. It depends. Seventeen is the threshold. Okay. So give seventeen. Me the we'll work it's out. got to beat these first to right. get into the top fifty. The okay. outer limits nineties version. Yeah. big that. Chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Taskmaster yeah Afterlife
1: yeah yeah definitely man
0: come on Afterlife was amazing beautifully written I
1: mean it was but for me am I going to go back to watch Afterlife again never will I watch The Matrix again yeah it's fun it's interesting Jessica Jones it's similarities isn't there I, I know
0: that's the problem Derek <sighs>
1: Yeah, it's better than Derek.
0: Oh man, you're really pushing it this high.
1: What, what do you what do you what do you think? Is it? Do you? Prefer... I'm, I'm
0: starting to th- I'm starting to struggle to put it in above the shows. I okay. I I re- <sighs> Is it better? Animaniacs. No. It's not better than Animaniacs, no. is it? If you're, I, I will allow you to go there. I will allow it to top Derek, Jessica Jones. Okay.
1: Hang on, what's pushed out then?
0: The Art of Afterlife.
1: Fine. I'm fine with that. Will you I'm, ever not partic- watch- I'm not particularly happy about I'll that. I'll tell you what, but will you ever watch Afterlife again?
0: The answer is I no. Know. I, do you know what? I think I would, mate. Really? I, yeah, I do. I'll watch series personally, two. Personally, I think I'd re-watch that.
1: Okay. For me, it's not a top five. Okay,
0: fine. It, no, it's fine. This is why it's a democracy here. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. That's why we work it up the list and, we, and we, until we both agree that it can't go any higher. It can't go higher than Animaniacs. Oh, Animaniacs is
1: brilliant.
0: Because so, animatics has a little bit more to it's it. It's just clever as hell. So um, yeah. The Max, though, better than Derek. Oh,
1: yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's I really hard. Derek, It's I so hard Derek. to compare the two yeah. in it, let's
0: be frank. But all right, it's fine. It's in 48th, best <sighs> show we've watched. So
1: it'll probably get knocked out at some point, but still. So,
0: you know, we've only got to find three more shows that are better than that. Yeah. And it goes out of 50, but okay.
1: it is what it is. It's,
0: yeah. it, it's among the 17s, which... For reference, we haven't done this list for a little bit. Uh, Include the ones listed: Fraggle Rock, Hill Street. I'm working up, by the way. Yeah. Hill Street Blues, Blacklist, The Prisoner, Twilight Zone, Blind Spot, The Young Ones, Royal Family, Flash Forward, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Luther, Orange Is the New Black, The Simpsons, People Just Do Nothing, Sherlock, and Daredevil. They're the seventeens.
1: Yeah, it's not better than that list. Um, no, but it's 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 where it is is
0: yeah uh, the where it is yeah okay I'm 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 going with that that's yeah. cool so. That is that done. Jessica Jones is
1: 50, right? Uh, I think think it was.
0: Yeah. Yes. Jessica Jones is now in 50th place. So we're now in the realms of that being knocked out. So, all right. Well, that's two very weird shows. Can I, um, can I, yeah. Can we throw in something then that I mentioned a few weeks ago now? Um,
1: for next week, you mean?
0: Yes. Sorry. Thinking about next week's show. So, uh, because because it keeps coming back to my attention, so we've got to do it in, in my mind. Yeah, yeah, can we do Who Done It?
1: I, I know nothing about. I, this I know. Show. Nev-
0: likewise, neither do I. But it, it it keeps coming back into my periphery. So it's the John <laughs> Pertwee <laughs> British um, sort of celebrity quiz show where they try to solve like it sounds made up mystery, <laughs> uh, Well, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. it, When's it, it from Seventies seventies two something like that? Wow. Okay. It could be awful. Right. It could be brilliant. It might be the best game show we've ever heard of, or never heard of, or it could very well be, um, you know, the worst thing we've ever seen. It could be, like, worse than Snatch and Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Who knows? Um, He's got John Pertwee, he's already got four points.
1: (laughs) Well, I've got a list of, kind of, 70 shows that I, kind of, want to do. Right. Um, It doesn't fit exactly, like, it, it might be a week where it doesn't match exactly, but... For the kind of 70s vibe, I want to do something with Leonard Rossiter in it. Leonard Rossiter, besides being in 2001 A Space Odyssey, also had a good run of like amazing like TV shows, mm. including R- Rise and Damp. But we can do Rise and Damp another day, because I want to do one of the seminal shows of the 70s. Um, I think there was also like a remake in the 90s. Um, Ooh, okay. But I want to do The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin. And uh, okay. Do you know anything about that?
0: Not a clue.
1: I remember when they repeated this in the nineties, um, and I think it was like in a kid's slot, like a six pm, like on on the BBC. And I was like, "Who is this angry guy?" I just remember thinking, "Why is this guy so angry?" And um, I just remember him getting up. Fast forward forty five 45 years, and yeah, everyone's angry. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to do Fallen Rise oh, original I- pairing.
0: Fallen was Reginald Perry. I've just noticed a bit of admin we need to um, oh. go back to ad- to deal with. Right. It's from a few weeks ago now, actually, okay. thinking about it. Um, the Capture, yeah, which we did, um, we haven't put that into the league table, and that got 17 points. Oh, no. So we need to decide where that's going in the 17s. Right down the bottom. It's... What, Outer Limits 90s version is better?
1: No, it's not. Okay, no, no, it's not, not. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? No, it's not as good as that, come on. What? You, you, really? You think it's better? All right, fine. Come oh, on, Sabrina's brilliant.
0: It is brilliant. Yeah, that's why they both got seventeen. Okay. Fine, okay. Yeah, just, just a bit of show admin to do there because because yeah. it was potentially a top fifty show.
1: Oh, okay. So it's just outside the top fifty. It's just season. outside. Right, okay. Yeah, it's just outside. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, no, no, that's, again, that's fine. I haven't yet watched the other episodes, so I'm just going off the first episode. I've
0: still to finish it, but it's right. it's it's getting good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Loving Ron Perlman. <laughs> uh he wicked doesn't. okay so that's next week then next week we will do who done it yeah and the rise and fall of reginald perrin wow You would never thought you'd hear those things coming out of our mouths. Exactly. Uh, Well, I guess
1: uh, that's something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, and if you want to all tweet it, we'd better do the Twitter in case this is the first episode you're diving into. Thank you very much. You've probably found this via Twitter. Um, But if you found it via one of us, here are the other one's details. Jed Shepard? Find me on Twitter, at Jed Shepard. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And I'm at the Jellyman. That's T-H-E-E, Jellyman. Yeah! Did you mean to do that? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to go for the whole kind of drum sort of crash sound. Um, Not the energy drink. Um. Yeah, if you found stumbled upon this and you're on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, subscribe to it and it'll be out every Wednesday. Be downloaded straight to your, your handset device. Um, if you could rate it, review it, that'd be very kind of you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always big fan of confusing uh, the people who work at these places, so five <laughs> stars and a poo emoji yes. as your review will confuse them no end. Yeah. Uh, so we, you haven't got the right words Just a poo emoji Just a poo emoji Five stars
1: So if you listen to right now Get onto iTunes or wherever Or your podcast app Spotify, Put in five, five stars And a poo emoji Yeah yeah.
0: Or or if you want to go the other way yeah. One star And lots of lying, laughing, crying emojis Like you find it really funny Yeah, It's brilliant But you're only giving it one star But we'd definitely rather you do five stars Yeah, we'd rather you do it for five and stars a And a poo emoji Because <laughs> that's funny Because everyone loves a poo emoji Isn't it? Anyway, that's it, we're done for another week. So who done it versus Reginald Perrin next
1: week? And Job that, done! And that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, Crocodile. Ah, uh, here it goes!